just want to thank everyone out there who's showed their support towards the podcast. It's been absolutely amazing. And if you've got any mates out there who've uh, got a few proper true yarns and uh, or someone who you know who's a mad dog who might want to come on and spin a few to us, uh, send it through. And uh, if you do one favour for me that would be absolutely incredible, click on the proper true yarn podcast, go to your settings of that and uh, hit auto download because we all know how uh, terrible the phone service in Australia is and I hate the old episode be cut short due to um, terrible phone service. So if you get that auto downloaded, um, we'll be all good to go and there'll be no interruptions. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Did that really fucking happen? This ripper bloke called Knuckles, some call him the big knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, holy fuck, the cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. Welcome back to the Proper True Yarn Podcast, the show at which we extract the wildest and the best yarns from uh, the best people around the world. Uh, in the studio moment, we've got Jarrah, how are you, Brass? Good, good. Mate. How are you going? Mate, good. Up here in Cairns, big fella. Being a DJ, doing just being a bloke that everyone sort of knows. Joshy alleviated on yesterday. There's a few fucking mad bastards around these parts and yeah. come and go, mate. You, you know how many critters or mad fuckers around the district that you got any yarns about? Yeah, there's a few loose units getting around. <laughs> uh, one that really stands out is um, this bloke, Disco Stew. Old Disco Stew. Old Disco Stew. He's got a got a few good yarns about him. He's is a pretty loose unit, yeah. <laughs> Tell us about proper true yarn about disco stew. Yeah, he just do a lot of random things, <laughs> a lot, of, a lot of random things. Like, um, yeah, I'd pick him up, take him to go DJing when I go DJing in town, and he'd be like preparing these little things on the table for us. Yeah, not not for me, but like preparing little things. Like little bits of elf oil on the table, and it'd have like a, a big, a big pile of them. <laughs> these little elf oil, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, little bits of elf oil, like all little individual ones. Yeah, and um, yeah, we'd go into town, and he'd distribute these, <laughs> these fucking things out on the floor. Yeah, right. In in the club, not selling, not doing, I just flicking these not little bits selling, of elf oil, flicking these little bits of elf oil <laughs> out in the club, and he. He'd get enjoyment out of it, like flicking out that and then watching the backpackers like kind of come up and spot these little little packages on the on the ground and <laughs> <laughs> then they would open them up and it'd just be fish food in there. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he was getting off on this, eh? Hey? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the backies were eating them or what the fuck they would look at it and sniff it and... Try and figure out what it was, but it's just it's just random things like you know it, what I mean. It'd be like, funny looking at them and, and um, like the placebo effect or something. And you're saying they think they're fucking absolutely dice, but they're just yeah, eating fish they're food. Eating fish food, mate. Yeah, <laughs> it's just pretty random, man. Um, another situation we went for a bit of a kick on's back at his house there, and um, yeah, Disco Drew like Stu likes to have like you know. A bit of control over his area, you know what I mean? Like we're back at his little apartment there and there's about 10 people carrying on for a bit of kick-ons, which he didn't mind, but the volume's getting real loud, you know what I mean? And yeah, he's like, everyone keep it down, keep it down. And like, right, everyone keeps it down and then, you know, kick-ons, what kick-ons like, oh, yeah. mate, that volume just keeps getting louder <laughs> Just edges and, louder and edges and, and edges, yeah, yeah. Keeps edging up, keeps edging up. And then, yeah, we're just sitting around and then next minute, I just remember my nose, 
and my lungs and everything was burning and every breath was like firing into my mouth. <laughs> and, we, and we all step up to like evacuate the area basically. <laughs> and I turn around and I get a glimpse of Disco Stew and he's got all this old like, he's got heaps of old shit, bro, like World War II trench coats and gas masks and all this like old gear, old gear. And I turn around and he's got this fucking World War II gas mask on and he is dry burning like ghost chilies and fucking Carolina Reapers in this pan with no oil on a heat, just fumigating the apartment. <laughs> and, and we all like can't breathe, get up, run for the balcony door and we all run out of the balcony door because we can't fucking breathe. And he runs up with the mask behind us and slams the door and goes, I told you to be fucking quiet. <laughs> that is fucking loose. It's fucking loose, man. It's random. It's cooked. It, it's, yeah. It's fucking hell. So would he ever get out? That old World War II stuff, would he ever get out in it? Like, or just how would he get around? Nah, he'd get around pretty... Um, Pretty normal, like he's pretty bright, you know what I mean? He's yeah. got like, you know, the colours of your hat. He's got like wild shoes and wild shirt and he'd be cruising around the streets with a big Yui boom hanging off him with just like the hardest dance music pumping and he's just cruising around on <laughs> just his going. Yeah, just, just, just going. <laughs> yeah, he'd come out at kick-ons, like we'd be there with a couple of chicks and he'd just walk out of his room with like a big trench coat on and a pig mask on and he'd just be staring at us. <laughs> <laughs> the girls are just freaking out. <laughs> I'm just like, Stu, mate, you can't do this. You fuck me, then. Get back in the room. Take that fucking pig mask off. Imagine me that Sheila in her position. She's like, oh, yeah, a couple of good-looking blokes. We come back here, yeah, happy days. And then that just gets curveball at you. Yeah, it's fucking cooked, <laughs> It's random. Mate, even from your point of view, yeah. you, you go back with a couple of good-looking shields. Yeah, yeah. And then fucking one walks out and you're just like, holy fuck. A hundred percent. And, you, you know, you, they're going to think, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> like, we need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> these poor cans backpackers, they're just going, yeah. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> these, have we gotten into here? These McTallions are really fucking true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and shit. fucking the mad dog do anything else? Or is just he was that random all the time? Like he's a fucking he, he's got he's got a pretty cook story. Um there was a girl that he was seeing down at the pub. She was from up in the hill. She was a bit of a a scraggly kind of chick and Yeah, sort of like a bit hippie kind of. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, a bit bit ah uh, yeah, just just a bit ratty, you know what I mean? And yep. he told me this story because he'd lost his license. He's like She's down at the pub. She's like, come pick me up. He's like, yeah, all right, I'll come pick you up. And um, he jumps on his bike and drives down to the pub to pick up this chick. And he picks her up on his hangers and dinkies her back, pops a vibrating egg into her ass, yeah. and starts doubling her back. <laughs> and, and she's, he's got the fucking controller in his pocket. And he's pumping up the speed on this fucking vibrating egg while he's doubling her back from the pub on his pushy. <laughs> and, 
They don't last the whole trip home. Yeah. They pass the um, uh, ambulance station, which is next to the cemetery. Yeah. He's like, so I just fucking pull her into the, the bush next to the cemetery and give yeah. her a bit of a ride in yeah. the bush next to the cemetery. I was like, that's so fucked, man. Like, anyway, they get home and he doubles her back home and they're, they're in his apartment and she kind of sits down and pulls the remote out to turn the TV on and the TV won't turn on and he, uh, she opens the back of the controller and she's like, the TV won't turn on. Where's the batteries? He goes, the batteries are in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Mate. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make this shit up, man. Like, fuck <laughs> Oh, oh Disco Stew, mate, he's a he's a loose unit. He cans icon. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <Mate>. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. What did he lose his license for? Just being a mad dog. Yeah, being a mad dog, yeah. 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 <laughs> Just cruising around like a unit. Yeah. yeah. Mate, um, we always have a few guest questions before we leave. Do you shave your balls? Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Fucking oath. Yeah, they're for one reason. It's not for them to floss their teeth, eh? Absolutely. A bit of manscaping. Definitely. Doesn't go astray when it comes to ladies. If you want a billion dollars tomorrow, a billion, what would be your first thing, the moment it hits your account, what would be the first purchase? Oh, shit. I don't know. It'd probably be like a bunch of tickets overseas for me and me, all my mates. Yeah. 100%. I'd just get the hell out of you. Yeah. And just, just take the boys. Hundred percent, mate. That just shows the person you are, mate. You, you're Take putting the boys everyone, straight up. everyone first. The fucking yeah, the boys. Absolutely. When'd you pop your cherry? When'd you lose your virginity? <sighs> it's yeah. It was pretty young. Pretty young. Yeah, it's probably a story that's not too appropriate. For yeah, no, no, no. Not asking yeah. <laughs> to tell the young. Yeah, yeah, but I was like going on thirteen, so 12, yeah, right. Twelve to thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. And she was obviously of age. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She was a lot older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, uh, being a DJ, uh, being a lot of wild situations, being up here, what's the wildest party you've ever been to in your life? Oh, shit. A wildest event, you know, a bit of world travel, mate. What's the wildest fucking party or? Oh, shit, that's a hard one, eh? So fucking many. Yeah, too many, man. Yeah. You're getting gassed out. In a fucking ra- <laughs> random kick-ons party in Cairns. Yeah, that's, a- <laughs> nah. And it still don't compare to the nah, wildest. Nah, there's a few, there's a few yeah. more that I'd have to think of. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that one with you. Mate, um, good-looking rooster. Uh, probably don't need them, mate, but what's the best pickup line you've got? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I never needed pickup lines. Never, never needed. I was the DJ, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> we're just getting thrown at you. <laughs> That's pretty shit to say, but you never you never needed it. Yeah. Yeah. They so just come in abundances, so. Yeah, nice, literally. Mm. Hey, that's fucking phenomenal. And uh, as we wrap this up, we always just say the two things on the Prop Tree Yarn podcast. We always say uh, call out, it's my shout. So, uh, yeah, I only just fucking met you, mate. But if, yep. if you ever need anything or whatever, or we leave you before, mate, however I can mm. help you. And also, mate, a plug to your brand. You've got a brand coming up. Yeah, fucking I do. Tell, tell everyone out there about the fucking brand you've got coming through. Yeah, so it's No Hut, No Play. Um, it's a bit of a fun thing that we so, kind of come up with the name. Obviously, didn't come up with the name because it's pretty iconic in Australia. Definitely. Through schools and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, we ended up turning it. I started doing hats and 
people started loving them. So now we're doing apparel. We're going to be doing shirts in two colorways and hats and bucket hats and all that kind of stuff. And um, we're going to be donating some of the proceeds to the Cancer Council as well. Yeah, nice. The Sun Cancer Council. And, um, yeah, that's going to be launched in summer this year. Yeah, beautiful. So uh, everyone out there watching, um, have a look at – well, fuck me, Dad, I'm uh, the cap man himself, so I'll uh, definitely help you hook yeah. you up with some apparel, mate, and yeah. how you can fucking do it. And, uh, yeah, if you see the brand, no hat, no plate. Because, like you said, it's iconic Australia, mate. Yeah, Grab absolutely. Fucking yeah. yank going out. Fucking, you know, yeah, like you always absolutely. lose your, lose your hat or something. Yeah. You can't go and play in the playground. Yeah. So, mate, that just makes fucking sense. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and and good, fucking Aussie iconic fucking saying that that's yeah. still trendy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. no, that's that's fucking unreal, mate. So yeah, no, like, it's a good fun brand. We're gonna do a lot of stuff with it, so I'm keen for it to come out, so. mate. I'm I'm fucking keen to see what you can do with it, bro. Yeah. You know, and um, well, that's mate. We're just gonna have to get into celebrity hands. Yeah, <laughs> this go. is the absolutely. point, mate. When it's fucking, yeah. when it's absolutely pumping, and uh, yeah, the last thing, mate, is keep left unless overtaking. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> you know that motherfucker yeah. in that right hand lane. Yeah, fucking. You just can't get around. Absolutely, and that's fucking, mate. Cheers for coming on, mate. Very much appreciate. Thank you very much. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.